I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. It's more about the way we think and the way we perceive ourselves in the world. Just really loving on yourself. I'm so grateful to be the soul to inhabit this magnificent body. I am at this present point in time. By no mistake, I am meant to be here. Just really affirming all of that. Affirm that you are the love of your life. Promise that you will go hard for your happiness and peace. You are no longer your own worst enemy. Hello, Gemma, Gemma Yomis. It is Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And today, I truly have another special guest with us, Destiny Taylor, the brilliant mind behind the recently released affirmation deck, Golden Mantras. I love that name. And Destiny's creation is more than just a set of affirmations. It's a remedy for the overwhelming affirmation culture that happens to be dominating our social media feeds right now. And it's a call to step away from the digital noise, which, you know, I definitely give my thumbs up to because the digital noise is overwhelming for myself. And I'm just not, I'm not crazy about it, but I do like it for connecting with others. So it's a call to step away from the digital noise so we can reconnect with our inner selves. 
and her deck is also a celebration, a love letter to black women everywhere. And as a young black woman immersed in the spiritual community, Destiny was drawn to tarot and oracle readings from the outset. And yet she couldn't shake this sense that her readings would resonate with her on a deeper level if she saw her own reflections in the cards. And so this pivotal realization birthed golden mantras. I believe she received this download for a reason and it has a deck of 33 daily affirmations straight from Destiny's spiritual diary, each adorned with evocative and empowered representations of the author herself. And so in today's episode, Destiny shares with us her unique approach to tarot decks and oracle decks. And we also touch on this concept of lucky girl syndrome that I hear all the time on social media and how manifestation affirmation has been a game changer in her spiritual journey. What I also had to ask about was the world of sound baths as we explore the profound impact of this powerful practice. And of course, since I was a young solo traveler myself during my Saturn return, I mean, we talk about her Saturn return, but we also journey into the realm of solo travel, an experience that both Destiny and I have had the privilege to embark on. But a word of caution, by the way, from my own experience, I wouldn't recommend attempting it without a financial cushion. Of course, while following your intuition and trusting the universe is not only beautiful, but it's crucial. It's also equally important to be practical and responsible. So do not take my advice when I say that I just jetted off with just a couple hundred dollars and voila but man if you have that safety net and you feel that nudge please buy that ticket that one-way ticket right now anyway whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or you just happen to be beginning to dip your toes into the waters of self-discovery this episode truly promises insights and inspiration and a deeper understanding of the transformative power that lies within each of us so with all that being said i believe it is time let the magic begin with Destiny Taylor. Destiny, I'm so excited to talk with you because I'm holding your golden mantras right now and it is beautiful. It is one of the most beautiful decks I've ever held. Thank you, thank you. That means so much. The gold lining, everything. Anyway, I'm just curious what is lighting you up most in this season of your life. Right now, what's lighting me up most in this season is, so I'm in this awakening phase with myself where I'm realizing I've had a beautiful life up at the, up until this point in my 20s. I'm 28, by the way. But I've reached a point of real adulthood. By the way, I'm going through my Saturn return and you, <laughs> my first one. And I'm sure as you know, um, you know, that's known as our really the, the shift um, that pushes us into adulthood. And I'm really feeling that. And a part of this process has been recognizing thought patterns and viewpoints that have not necessarily held me back, but have kept me from just fully being present and enjoying life. So acknowledging those and through that acknowledgement and realizing that, oh, this is something that I can shift so I can be more present in life and have life be more vibrant through my eyes has been very liberating. So that's what's bringing me light right now. 
Isn't that beautiful? It's so wild how Saturn Returns sounds so scary, yet at the same time, it's really so expanding and strengthening. And yeah, it is a tumultuous time, but it's also so powerful. And you said that you just started? Yeah, it's my Saturn Return started in... Um... When did when did wouldn't Saturn sit back in Pisces? I think it was in it was in it was in January or February. Then my birthday is February twenty first, and I know it was before then. Okay. So. okay, I mean earlier this year, yeah. And so there's so much work. <laughs> there's so much more. But hey, you're oh, already yeah. like listening and really listening to the lessons, which not a lot of people do right away. They just kind of oh, usually sit in it. Well, I'm grateful actually. So I have some beautiful sisters who have been with me on my soul journey, um, my spiritual journey, which I started in 2019. And um, one of those sisters, her name is Vega. She's also been a mentor to me. I moved to, so I'm in Los Angeles right now, but I moved to the Bay Area and she came to visit me and we had um, dinner. I cooked us some horrible scallops, but she ate them. She was nice. <laughs> um, but I was talking to her and I was telling her how I just moved to the Bay. I moved in this high rise because I wanted it. And I had my dream job, um, a very career, a a new role with a sexy title at this sexy company. And I was telling her how, you know, I'm feeling this sense of just unhappiness, um, not really feeling at ease. And and Vega is an astrology mommy. And she was, she was like, Oh, like, when's your birthday again? Um, How old are you turning again? And she let me know that I was in my pre Saturn return phase. And that's when I got all of the knowledge. And that was, I believe, last year in April. So um, she really set me on the path so I can um, be mindful as I'm going through this process. And then look at you already, already bring out an Oracle deck seems as though it just kind of came through to you right away, right when you decided to open up. And so I'm curious, what inspired this beautiful Oracle deck that I'm holding right now? Yeah, so actually Golden Mantras has, it was birthed in 2020 um, at the start of the pandemic. And what you're holding is the 2.0 expanded version that I've been able to publish. Um, But prior to that, it was a, a four by four, stack of 33 cards um, with only um, with only one one image, one piece of art. And what inspired me to create Golden Mantras in 2020 was one, I that I had been a tarot and an oracle student for a year. And I had a really difficult time um, seeing myself and seeing my loved ones, my my family, my friends, the people who I was reading for within the black community, I had a difficult time seeing us in the illustrations. And also I felt a lot of the messages, although, you know, they're beautiful, uh, very regal and eloquent. And I could, I could resonate with, with most of them, but a lot of time the the language was just difficult to, to really grasp and sit in and, you know, for myself and for people that I was reading for. So I was like, oh, I want to, you know, make my own deck one day, just one day. Um, But then in 2020, um, when, you know, the start of the pandemic, um, you know, the rise of, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement in the main media again, um, I I really felt I needed to create something for my community. I've been a digital creator my pretty much since 2013 on social media, but I wanted to create something that was physical 
something that my community could invite into their homes and make their own, you know, get away from all of this crazy stuff in the media. So, you know, I decided then that, okay, I'm going to do the cards and I'm going to do an affirmation deck because the the language and the understanding of affirmations, it's universal. And it's so simple. Anyone, no matter your spirituality or your religion, um, you can, um, you know, relate and you can find something in it. So that was really the birth of, of Golden Mantras. And I want to say shout out to Kat Willett who is the illustrator of Golden Mantras, and she really brought through the visual vision. And I connected with Kat, actually, Girl Boss had launched a forum that no longer exists, <laughs> but I put out on a whim, even before I knew that I wanted to create this deck, I just knew I wanted to create something. I did a call out and I asked if any illustrators would want to work with me. I did not have much money at all. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have much money at all, um, but Kat, um, she, she, I didn't share too much information, but she's interested in tarot. And um, she, she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll work with you. And she's just this amazing illustrator who has published <laughs> and, um, and has so many amazing clients. Um, and she's a, a major part in why Golden Mantras is so beautiful and also why it has been able to be published. So shout out to Kat. Oh, I have chills all the way through. That is so beautiful. And I'm so glad that you did this. And it's, like I said, a beautiful deck with this gold trimming, but also the imagery that Kat drew are uh, depictions of very dreamy and empowered depictions mm -hmm. of you, correct? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the the first image, um, the, the cover image, it's, it's it's me with Bantu knots um, and my gold jewelry, my earrings. And, you know, I told her I just really want something that authentically depicts black women. Like I want the jewelry. I want the eyeliner. I want the Bantu knots. And she just killed it. Yes, <laughs> she, she did. It. And it was so beautiful. This this deck is beautiful. But on the, the prototype, the gold jewelry on each of the cards is actually gold foil. So it was just, it was just so amazing. And then when we had the opportunity to expand the, into a new version and, and publish it, and she had to create significantly more illustrations. She really just, she, she honestly, she did her thing again, just, you know, aligning with the, the fact that, you know, I want it to be just really authentically depict Black women, and I didn't even ask her to do this, but she drew me, <laughs> me in my sacred space with my candles, with my journal, um, which is really important because this is a, a journaling and an affirmation deck, and all of the affirmations in this deck came from my personal journal. So she drew me in my sacred space, my candles, my cat, onyx, <laughs> my journal, and me and my with with my bonnet on. Just it. it, it she did that in the deck and I was just like, wow, you, you really did it. <laughs> it sounds so serendipitous. Yeah. She really captured this essence very, very beautifully. Your essence very, very beautifully. Ladies, we all have different symptoms that time of the month. For me, my energy level happens to just dip insanely and I just feel a little down, you know, a little sluggish. And so I'm happy to share Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, and they are dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And so here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt 
to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So, Hormone Harmony is for any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances, and it's perfect for symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas when you have no desire to get in bed next to someone if you know what I mean, and also hot flashes and night sweats if you happen to be going through menopause. It's really great for women with menopause. So yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code MAGIC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code magic for 15% off today. Your hormones will thank you. This is from your spiritual diary, correct? Mm-hmm, yes. And so when you use the Oracle deck today, how do you approach it? Yeah, so it's interesting because my relationship with journaling and affirmations has transitioned so much since I created this deck. And it's really beautiful to see. Um, So with this deck specifically, so I have an altar and every week I pull um, a tarot card, an oracle card, and I pull a golden golden mantra and I set it on my my altar. Um, And I visit my altar every day. I try to get there every day. (laughs) Um, I visit it every day and, um, you know, I just, within my prayer, I just reaffirm, reaffirm that. Um, And it's interesting using the deck because, you know, it's, it's my words and my guidance. And I think a lot of times, at least for me, I've, it's interesting to get guidance from yourself versus getting it from other people. That's true. (laughs) I feel that. So I actually don't use it how, how, you know, people who own golden mantras would use it. Um, so I, you know, I'm not delving into, um, I'm not delving into the guidebook as much unless I feel like I really need to explore. A lot of times if I pull an affirmation, I can think of a journaling prompt for myself. Like, what could this mean? Um, so I use it in that way. And also if I'm doing readings, um, I'll, I'll pull out golden mantras and um, I'll use it to supplement tarot, other tarot and oracle cards just to top it off so it can be a very clear message. Um, and then I use a guidebook to... Um, to delve deeper into what this could mean for um, the beauty that I'm reading for. And then I'll share the journaling prompt and explore that with them. So when you're doing these readings, do you ask some questions or do you read whatever is going on? I read what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's beautiful. I just pulled up all that I need flows to me with ease. Mm -hmm. I love that. And also this is a great deck for, you know, wondering what to journal because I'm a big fan Mm -hmm. of, journaling as that has helped me heal a lot of wounds and sometimes though you sit there you want to journal something but it's it can be a challenge and I do go to decks I have quite a few oracle decks now this is going to be another one destiny where I will pull up a card and read it and see what comes through for my journaling as well and I think that this deck is actually perfect for that because of the beautiful affirmations that you have uh, gathered here yeah thank you yeah that that means so much. Like when I created it, I, you know, I wanted to do the affirmations, provide journaling prompts. So, you know, people could delve deeper into, you know, what, what this could mean, but it's really just an intuitive deck to help whoever has it. 
um, get closer to themselves, um, get more sharp at reading energy, and also asking questions. Really, the journaling prompt is just, you know, an idea, like a question of how can you further explore this? A hundred percent. Here's another one. Everywhere I go, I find my people. That is yes. so true. That is one of my favorites. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I have that one on my altar right now, actually, because I, yeah, because I'm in the process of moving back to um, LA and um, it, I, you know, I told myself I want to just rediscover myself, rediscover what's here for me. And um, I'm in the process of rebuilding um, my community and my love circle. In many ways, I still have a lot of core people who will always be here. But that's something I affirm myself anytime I step out the door. What a beautiful and also grounding, very grounding affirmation. And I like your grounded perspective of reality as well, while also simultaneously exploring the soul and the spiritual self. But you're also very honest and open about you know what's going on in the world or what you observe with social media like for example your rep this is what caught my eye with the subject the headline was forget tiktok's toxic lucky girl syndrome and i was like what's this yeah it intrigued me so i had to ask so lucky girl syndrome really came from a trending song that turned into a trending sound on tiktok and i forgot the artist and i personally I, I love the song. So affirmations for me, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a full thing for me. It's not just speaking to myself. The music that I listen to is a part of my affirmations. Um, you know, there are songs that I've vibed with that later I listened to the lyrics and I decided not to listen to the song. Mm-hmm. It just does not align with where I want to go. But I yeah. love this song because she, she's like, I'm a lucky girl. I know good things come to me, flow through me, move through me. I don't remember exactly what she said, but <laughs> I felt empowered I like it. by it. And, um, you know, manifestation, affirmation, all of those things are important on or popping on TikTok. So that's why the song went popular. And then Lucky Girl Syndrome, you know, things always have to turn into a trend. And, you know, that's what it came about to be. It turned into. I would say like, you know, take it for what it is for you and roll with it. Yeah. Um, I don't I can I don't consider myself like a lucky person. I consider myself a blessed person. Um I I know that when I'm grounded, I know that when I'm thinking positive and when I'm 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 focused on, you know, the the best outcome for myself and for the world and the people that I love, I know that things are going to flow to me um, that are that are meant to me. So meant for me. So I never hopped on the lucky girl syndrome train. I did. I did like the song. Um, but um, yeah, one of my, one of the affirmations I have um, in there, which actually, I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but this is actually with my next deck that I'm working on, um, which is all about um, abundance and prosperity. And I don't know if it's in this deck or it's in my next one, but one of them is essentially my blessings aren't fleeting because I know it isn't luck. It's destiny. It's meant for me. Ooh, I love that. I know. I understand that totally because sometimes I'm like, is it luck or is it just like you said, this was meant to happen, right? Yeah. And align with. But also I do like the idea of, I, I, I get the lucky girl syndrome thing. That's cute. But I like what you said, blessed girl. Blessed. Yes, blessed. <laughs> I do believe in though, um, beginner's luck. Um, but it's really from a dis- divine source though. I know that if I start 
anything with intention that God in the universe is going to bless me um, with the stepping stones to get to get a, um, a leaping step ahead. I, I do believe in that strongly. Yeah, I can see that. I, I feel that too. So I had to ask because this is something that I love to do, Destiny. But I mean, I love to be the one that's being bathed by the sound. And I see that you're a sound bathing guide. When did you get into this? How did you get into this? Do you want to, I don't think I've had many people come and come on and talk about sound bathing and I'm yeah. like 350 episodes in. Oh. So let's talk some sound bathing. Nice. When you come to LA, I'll, we'll definitely have to do one together. I would love that. I would love that. So I was introduced to sound baths or sound healing in 2019. And uh, there was this ad that was served to me, I believe, on Instagram. And um, it was this woman. And this was before it was, you know, very, I would say it's very popular now. Um, But it was before it was popular. But I saw this woman who would be in a park in Beverly Hills. And she just had all of these people laying down and she had people dancing in ribbons. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I want to (laughs) go. So I went and I fell asleep, but (laughs) (laughs) happened. That's when you know it's good. But I woke up after my hour long nap. I woke up feeling like I transcended to another place. Yeah, I had some conversations. I figured some things out. I I just felt <laughs> I felt lifted. I felt like a fairy. <laughs> and um, I from then I would go to her sound baths every full moon. Every full moon. Um, so that was my introduction. Um, so I I'm this pers- type of person. If I see something and it resonates with me, and I I find it fascinating, it's something that I want to do. Um, with all types of things like, Oh, I want to be a chef today. I want to play yes. volleyball. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that on a whole soul level. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. So I knew from then that this is something I would eventually want to do. Um, and really not just because of the experience, but also because I have a, a background in music. I played the violin for eight years. I, um, was professionally trained in, um, and singing, singing and voice for about four years, um, had a musical theater background. And um, I had been, I've been so away from that world for so long. And I thought this would be a beautiful way to um, reintroduce myself to music. Um, yeah. So it was, and it was last year, actually, that I went to, um, I went through my first training. Um, I'm still in training, actually. It's, it's not like a, um, a training, like if you're, you're becoming a yoga instructor, you have to, you know, get certifications through, through yoga Alliance, but I wanted to um, get training just so I can understand, um, not just how to play the crystal bowls to bathe people in sound, but how can I make this an intentional healing experience? So, um, I started that last year in November and, um, last month yeah last month or two months ago um is the first time i had hosted um guided my my first sound bath with a group i had been practicing on myself and friends prior than that prior to that but with the group was two months ago yeah and you've just been doing it since yeah i've been doing it in a beautiful and an organic way um my first 
sound bath was for a friend in an event that she held for um, a safe space for BIPOC women. And the previous two that I did was with my sisters, Ari and Vega. And um, we, we just held, you know, their donation based spaces. People can come and, um, you know, we pull affirmations, we do sound bathing and um, it, it's been, it's been really nice. And um, really the, the art behind sound, bathing and how it's a healing experience is it's really music therapy that we feel every day when we listen to a song, you know, um, you know, there, there are songs that we listen to that. So I listen to, you know, beautiful chorus. If I want to feel peaceful, if I want to feel sexy, I may listen to ombre. If I want to feel hype, I'll listen to, um, Rico nasty, you know, that that's part of that, that experience of tapping into something within us and pulling that out. Um, so with sound bathing, you're doing that, um, but with the intention of pulling something out, helping someone release it through this session. And um, there are different um, there are different scales that you can do. So um, you, there are there's a harmonic scale that just has all of the the seven notes, and you can play those in a line, and that'll help people relax. Um, and then there's a dissonance scale where things are a bit more choppy, and it sounds like really grindy to the ears. Um, just just it sounds grindy to the ears and it can make people quite uncomfortable but you need you need to bring in that dissonant sound to really break up the energy and get people uncomfortable and then you bring back in a yeah and then you bring back more um harmonic scale and you may play an a minor which i believe is a c e um and that really focuses i believe on the the throat chakra and the heart chakra or potentially the throat and the crown i'm still in my you know my training so my apologies if it's not correct but it's one of those it sounds like you know though you do know and i love as well how it does work with the chakras mm -hmm. it's very intentionally and organically working with and healing your chakras. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you, it, everything's aligned with the chakras. You can focus on them. It's also an intentional practice. You, you know, you think about, I think about what, you know, what I'm trying to touch while I'm, um, you know, how, where I'm trying to get to within, you know, the people who are experiencing this as I'm, um, as I'm playing the bowls. And also with my training at my studio, the the healer has, um, such a unique expector, um, perspective. She also talks about toning different colors um, within the chakras. Um, so I believe if within the sacral chakra, um, it's not necessarily the color of the chakra, but you want to tune in emerald gold because um, that's where nurturing is. That's royalty. That's a lot of sparky create, creative energy. Um, so so, so yeah, it's a, it's a full, it's a full experience. It's real nice. It's the best. It really is. I do fall asleep sometimes, but I always feel such like so many strong vibrations. My whole body is buzzing and I do feel like I'm a fairy walking on a cloud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like an elephant lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> also, okay. I have to ask about this because I'm also somebody who, well, in my 20s and during my Saturn return, especially, I was doing a lot of solo traveling. Mm. And I see that you like to solo travel. So I'm curious what that experience has been like for you and what you've learned from uh, traveling on your own. Yeah, it's been, I'm trying not to use the word beautiful, but that is like <laughs> at the top of my dictionary is beautiful. It is. Oh, it is. That's the best word for yeah, it. It's been, it's been fulfilling. It's been eye-opening, empowering, and um, just transformative for me in so many ways. I started in 2019. 
Um, I, be- I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2019, which actually, I believe that's when um, COVID started. So that's actually when Golden Mantras, the idea for Golden Mantras um, was birthed in 2019, I believe. I started because before we hopped on this call, we were talking about dating in LA. <laughs> My heart was, I just was feeling very broken. Um, I, w- I was talking to this guy. It wasn't even a situationship at this point, but I was just very, very vulnerable being newer to the the dating world. And this is the first guy I really felt something about since my, my first love, who we were together for five years. So it meant something to me. Um, and it wasn't a positive experience for me at all. And I was just sad. I felt disempowered. I felt just not like myself. So I wanted to do something that would just help me feel again, like, like myself and inspired and spark my light again. So I decided to solo travel and I got a lot of training because I used to lead social media for Travel Noir. And that's where I was introduced to women solo traveling. Um, being from Indiana, my family does not travel much at all. <laughs> coming coming to Los Angeles was the biggest thing. Um, so I decided in 2019, I'm going to take the solo trip and I'm going to go to Indonesia. I'm going to go to Bali. And that's that's what it's going to be. I, <laughs> I went on Google flights. I bought the, I purchased the cheapest ticket I could find. And, <laughs> um, and I, I didn't know much about the place only other than I knew it was beautiful. I knew it was generally one of the safest places at the time where solo travelers, um, you know, could travel. Um, and yeah, I, I went and it was amazing. It was my first time really stepping out of my comfort zone and being introduced to a complete, just a, a completely new culture and a different way of living in a whole new part of the world. It just, it opened my mind. It made me realize that I'm, what's, how do I say it? It made me realize that my experience that I'm having here from from Indiana to LA is is not as deep as I make it (laughs) (laughs) in comparison yeah they're just the world but really it's just like the world is so large there are so many people having different experiences at once who have different beliefs different customs like you you don't have to be for me I would tell myself like you don't have to be so so just deep into the depths of your life just remember that there's more out there and there's other experiences at different levels that are happening. So um, that was cool. And I made a lot of friends. I got a lot of tattoos out there. I made friends at a tattoo shop. And I was <laughs> like, wow, I'm, I'm making, I made friends and um, it, it, it was nice. And since then I've traveled solo to um, Jamaica. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Which is actually one of the places where people say don't travel solo, but I had the most yeah, they say it's not as safe in Jamaica, which I do think that you you got to have, um, you just have to have street smarts or awareness, basic awareness, you know, um, in order to, to be, I mean, I wouldn't be out at, at dark hours of the night on dark yeah, streets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you just, anywhere, anywhere really. But Jamaica was amazing. I, oh, um, sure. it was during the pandemic. Again, I had gone to, I went to Negril, but I had gone to Jamaica, um, on my first girl tr- trip, I think two years prior. And, um, 
I just remember loving the food and everything. So I booked a trip to, I booked a ticket. Um, I stayed with this woman that's a dual citizen in Australia and Jamaica named Miss Siggy. Um, she had this home that she had built with a penthouse at the top. I stayed up there and me and Miss Siggy became the best friends. I'm a Pisces, so I'm like quite romantic. So Miss Siggy was just showing me all the pictures of her lovers and uh, everything. And I was just like, this is amazing. I don't want to leave. <laughs> I love this. I love these stories. And I'm glad that you had her around as well. Oh, yeah. we She's a, she's so sweet. We, we still keep in contact. She's been wanting me to come to Jamaica. We chat on WhatsApp all the time. Um, but I have to <laughs> I have to find my way back to Jamaica. When are you going to head back? Um, you know, I told myself, I'm going to try to go um, sometime by the end of next year, for sure. By the end of next year, for sure. I don't know why it's been difficult to find my way back out there. I am holding you to that destiny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll let you know. And I miss Bali. I agree that that is perhaps the best first spot for solo women travelers. Mm -hmm. That was my first spot, too. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of parallels in your story. And I must say that... You know, even though that heartbreak was a challenging time, aren't you so thankful that you went through that because that got you to where you are today? Oh, yeah. I was I was talking to a friend, I think two years ago, and she was like, you sound crazy, but okay." But I said, you know what? In some ways, he was really a catalyst in me growing or something. And she was like, uh, uh, (laughs) do you want to give him that much power? I'm like, I'm just speaking. No, (laughs) you're giving yourself the power. You're not giving him any power. You're saying, no, this was actually a great part of my life because nothing to do with him. Just that moment. That's Mm -hmm. so empowering. He, yeah. No, he doesn't have the power in it at all. Mm-mm. So what was, um, I know it's, I'm not interviewing you, but I'm just curious what, <laughs> what inspired what, you to solo travel? I was also working in the corporate world, also in social media. Mm-hmm. It was 2015, 14, 15. I can't remember. It was 2014 or 15. And that was when I was starting to get into the woo-woo stuff, spirituality. And I was obsessed with eat, pray, love. I was oh, yes. big on... <laughs> And I I was so curious. I also had just gotten out of a relationship myself that was about five, six years long. We were engaged and everything and mm. we broke it off. And I was just like, I need to go do this for myself, for my soul. And I bought a one-way ticket with my Delta mileage points mm-hmm. and probably a couple hundred dollars in my bank account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not advisable. So very irresponsibly, but also I just was really mm-hmm. surrendering to the universe and trusted. And yeah, it was it was honestly one of the best things I ever did for myself and my soul. And then I just kind of stayed away. I didn't come back to the oh. States till about 2019. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was just going yeah. around, except for oh. Hawaii. My, I, have, really I have such a right? big smile, by the way. <laughs> Ah! (laughs) thank you I was having a big smile the whole time listening to you too because there's something about solo traveling that Mm -hmm. I think is just so beautiful and expanding and almost honestly necessary for the soul unless of course you can't Mm -hmm. leave you know it's it's a beautiful experience Mm -hmm. if you feel called oh yeah that's why I'm smiling because I think anyone who has any woman who has traveled solo by herself no matter what the, you know, the, what enticed them to do that, 
it's just from every person I've heard, it's been such a transformational experience and having experienced that feeling myself, as you tell your story, my heart lights up because I'm like, oh, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you get I it. <laughs> That's how I was feeling when you were talking about your story. I was like, I get it. I get it. And also yeah. just not doing, working in something that was fulfilling to yourself and your soul at the time. And we're in such a, an amazing time where we learn, okay, we don't have to do this if we mm-hmm. don't want to, yeah. which is kind of scary to the corporate world, but it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, do you have any other messages before we move on to rapid fire? Any other messages? Um, in regards to... Let's do first golden mantras. Do you have something in mind? I can flip to a page. Yeah, I have a deck in front of me. What if we can pull a card together? Let's pull a card. Do you want me to pull one on my side too? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So before okay. I pull cards, I always like to say a prayer. Yes, please. Um, let's let's tap into divine feminine energy creation mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. just want to say thank you god universe ultimate divine creation energy for um bringing us together today myself raquel um your own magic and um everyone who's listening we thank you for connecting us in this moment Um, We ask that we're divinely guided and protected throughout this process. And we ask that you please help us. You you deliver a message for the collective who's listening right now um, that that will really help us get closer to our hearts. Um, And we ask that you communicate that through these cards that I'm holding right now and the cards that Raquel is holding holding right now as well. Beautiful. Oh, mine popped out. Right. Oh, what was it? What was it? That's when you know. Um, I am no longer. Same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the one I pulled is number nine. Um, I am no longer my own worst enemy. I am the love of my life. Mm. I am the love of my life. I mm-hmm. love that. I feel like this is something that's something we need to write on our mirror. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I am no longer my own worst enemy. I am the love of my life. Mm-hmm. And if, for those feeling like they might feel like they're their worst enemy, that's, I feel like, a necessary time in life mm-hmm. in order to learn to love yourself. Mm-hmm. And I got, I am divinely protected and guided by God, the universe, and yes. my spirit guardians. Yes. Which I feel yes. so strongly. And then it's also number 48. So I'm going to go and look at number 48 because I know that you added things. Oh, and I can share um, for number nine. I can, yeah, I can share more. Um, so also just yeah. to give context on I am no longer my own worst enemy. I am the love of my life. It means necess- it's more about the way we think and the way we perceive ourselves in the world. Um, so, you know, just really loving on yourself. Like I, I, I'm so grateful to be the soul to inhabit this magnificent body. I am at this present point in time. By no mistake, I'm meant to be here. Just really affirming all of that. That all goes into this card. And um, I, I want to read the the final little passage that's in here. Affirm that you are the love of your life. Promise that you will go hard for your happiness and peace. 
you are no longer your own worst enemy. Mm, Taking that in. And then a question is, how can I become my biggest supporter in the love of my life? That's such a great journal prompt. I'm counting on everyone taking notes right now, adding it to their notes app. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then this one is for 48, the one where I pulled, I am divinely protected and guided by God, the universe, and my spirit guardians. Mm -hmm. It says, my love. You've got a divine council looking out for you 24-7. They're letting you know they are here with you, even in your darkest moments. Never be afraid to delve into the depths of life. Take a risk and make bold moves because you are guided and protected. All will be well and all will be right. That's so beautiful, Destiny. And then the journal prompt, how can I strengthen my relationship with self and source? Ooh. That's also one. That's also a great question to ask yourself in journaling or also meditation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for rapid fire? I am. Yay. Okay. Coffee (laughs) or tea? Tea. They form a body movement. Pole dancing. Ooh, that's amazing. Such a divine, goddessy, feminine. So so nice. I bet they have great classes there in LA. I want to take pole dancing so bad. When you come, if you have time, I'll take you. I'll take you to my studio. It's so amazing. Please. It's amazing. Please. That'd be amazing. And then where is your happy place? In nature, at the park. I love that. Mm -hmm. And do you, well, I know that you're a Pisces, but do you know your other two in your big three? Oh, yes. I know my full chart. Amazing. (laughs) I am a Pisces sun, Mm -hmm. um, Scorpio moon, and Libra rising. Scorpio moons are always the closest people in my life. It's so wild. Oh, so you. Um, And and Pisces moons. So you you can deal with well you can accept fillers deep fillers oh one thousand yeah. percent I think that we're like magnets to each other for some reason even though I'm a Leo moon yeah. <laughs> well interesting enough I am not you know they say oh Pisces on a general level Pisces sun didn't really get along with Leo moons but my first love was Leo my mom is a Leo oh. someone who was you know, very prominent in my life was a Leo. So I feel that. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that they said that. I always thought that. I've always gotten on with Pisces. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. Okay. Animal that you connect with most, if any. My cat Onyx. She's a black oh, cat and lover. She's so fluffy and sassy and interesting. <laughs> love the cat sass. I love the name Onyx too. What a great name. Yeah. Thank you. I adopted her and her name was actually Harriet. And it was not, it was not fitting. <laughs> so I had, to change, I had to change her name. <laughs> I'm glad you chose Onyx. Do you have a morning routine? Absolutely. What does it look like? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up, I have to make my bed every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I have some things that are out of place, I, I straighten up my place. Because um, my my space has to be organized in order for me to feel organized. Um I then brush my teeth, I wash my face, I'll make me a protein shake. Mm. And um, yeah, from there, I'll um, either go to the gym or I'll sit at my altar um, and do my journaling and my praying and then I'll go to the gym. I love it. I love it. That's a great routine. That's a great routine. And if you could gift everyone you know one book, what would it be? The Alchemist. Of course, the best. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I would give everyone that book. As everyone should read that book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is the last question. I ask all the Euromagic guests, how would you advise the Euromagic listeners to create their own magic? Just just act on any 
idea or or any piece of inspiration you you receive so um if you're like oh i want to try pole dancing or i want to create my own deck or my own podcast or you know i want to go try this new place or this new cuisine just do it um i think i think any piece of anything that we want to do any creative idea that we have um anything that we're inspired to to a vision that we have that's inspired, I think that's that's really our magic. And when we act on that, that's when we are able to bring that into the world. I so agree. And that is also so magnetic, I feel like, to the universe. Do you feel like when you have an idea and if you don't execute, it floats on to somebody else? I th- I think that if, if I think that if there's something that needs to be created for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, and which I think all creations are for the greater good, but it, it's essential for someone's growth. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to do it, someone else has to do it and it'll be passed down. But I do think that, you know, we have, we do have grace. So if there's something that you've been wanting to do, say you finally do it at, do it after five years, you know, that, that idea was yours, um, you know, for those full five years. I love hearing that because there are some things I haven't executed on and I'd like to one day. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're, you're executing on a podcast. I'm sure you're yes, executing yes. on love, following your heart. Yeah. <laughs> That'll come. Those things will come that are meant to be created. Thank you. And also destiny. First of all, your name is so fitting because you truly do follow your destiny. And I'm sure you've heard that. And that sounds very cheesy, but it's yeah. beautiful and it's true. And also, I'm so excited to watch your journey unfold because it is already so powerful so soon into your Saturn return. Oh, thank you. And yeah, you're just, you're an inspiration. You're amazing. And I'm so glad we connected. Thank you. Me too. And um, this time was so special. I was really nervous before hopping on this call with you because it's my my first time, my first podcast interview, but I want to say- Oh my God. You're amazing. You killed it. You just spoke from your heart. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. I, I appreciate you so much for just being such a light and a just a a full kind heart like I feel it and um that's part of the reason I felt comfortable to share and open up so thank you uh, Destiny I want to give you a hug thank you so much also where can everyone connect with you yeah so um you can find me anywhere at uh, one of two handles so Destiny Taylor XO that's my personal um handle and I'm most active there on um Instagram um and then the Mama Green which is my company where I fuse all of my um spiritual and healing work through um you can find me at the Mama green that's a great name thank you on tiktok or um youtube amazing destiny thank you so much i hope that we have another one of these conversations and i will let you know when i'm in la for that sound bath yeah, <laughs> yes and just want to say everyone um golden mantras is a affirmation in a journal deck that i made it's what we pulled from today um you can check it out at um, barnes and noble target.com um, amazon.com and there's a community sharing the cards on social media as well so if you want to see them you can just google golden mantras it's really a beautiful deck everyone so i highly 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 recommend it i'm very thankful to have it in my hands right now thank you <laughs> thanks destiny 
Yomis. That is a wrap. I hope this episode was expanding for you in some way, shape, or form. Feel free to visit our site at yourownmagic.com or check out my shop eyesofaspen.com connect with the other your own magic listeners we would love to see more conversations started on the your own magic facebook group so with all that being said thank you so much again for tuning in and i hope you have a magical rest of your day